Welcome back to what the fuck is this podcast? As we've said before, Miranda has three doggos and a cat, so they will be in the shot. Um, you probably can hear their breathing. We love them. It's all good. Yes. I'm one of your hosts, Monica. I'm the other Miranda. So here we are today for episode two. We're going to talk about the rest of season one of Riverdale. Woot woot. Before we get to that, I believe you have some book tea. I do. Um, so today, sorry, I started reading another book, so I had to make notes. Um, today I'm going to be talking about Then She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell. Okay, so basically it starts out um, and Ellie has gone missing. And part one is about like a little bit from Ellie's point of view and her mom Laurel. It kind of switches back and forth just a little bit. Um, and we're kind of learn about the day she went missing and leading up to that day and everything. And then the part one is only like 20 pages or so. And we brought, jump into part two, which is 10 years later. And it's all from Laurel's point of view. And basically they're like, hey, we found some bones. And then they turn out to be Ellie's. So they have a funeral. And then a few days after the funeral, um, Laurel is in a coffee shop and she meets Floyd and Floyd asks her out and she's like oh I don't know and then she is like realizing like oh I can actually do something for myself because I got closure on my daughter's death and so she goes out with him um they are doing a lot of stuff for being in their 40s was like hey like do you but like we didn't need to know <laughs> then um, so one night she goes home with him, like, to his house, and his nine-year-old daughter is there, um, as his, like, I think his 21-year-old daughter. They both have different moms, which this comes to be very important. Um, both have different moms, and Sarah Jade, his oldest, lives with her mom, even though she's, like, 21, and then his younger one is nine and lives with him, and her name's Poppy. And Poppy's mom ran out on her. And just dumped him, dumped Poppy with him. And we haven't seen him since. And then we start getting um, a few more flashbacks to Ellie going missing. Because Laurel kind of begins to come, become suspicious. Suspicious. Because Poppy looks a lot like Ellie. And she's just like, wonder like why and stuff. And then she is like becoming suspicious because... Like, she's like, Floyd is acting weird and all this. And so this all starts by revealing, like, Ellie had this weird tutor leading up to her death, who they, like, let go a week before Ellie's death. And um, so she, Laurel ends up at the tutor's old house, and that pretty much starts... <laughs> I'm hitting the spot. That pretty much starts part three, which is now from the tutor's point of view. And we learn about how she and Floyd got together and how the baby came to be. And we start learning about how obsessed the tutor was with Ellie. And it's like, this is weird. And then basically um, we get to the day that Ellie went missing. And um, from the tutor's point of view, we learn like she 
like tricked her into coming into her house for papers to help her with this exam and she's like I forgot to give them to you before your mom let me go because I didn't know I was getting fired and Ellie's like oh okay thanks even though she's like weirded out but like how do you be nice like she's only 15 and basically she goes in there and she gets drugged with a cup of tea and winds up in her basement and then don't drink the tea yeah you don't drink the tea (laughs) me questioning the water you give me (laughs) no I would never um and then (laughs) then um she is like telling Ellie like oh like I love you and like I'm gonna be your mom now and starts buying her hamsters to take care of and like not just like one or two like no eventually she has eight (laughs) and then more and basically she ends up inseminating her with a random sperm sperm donors sperm and um then makes her like have this baby but once she has the baby she's no longer really obsessed the tutor is no longer really obsessed with ellie and she's gonna like make floyd be in love with her because oh i had your baby like she lies and says she's the one that's pregnant and all of this and so then um one day because ellie is like she has freaking has an infection and all this other stuff after giving birth at 15 years old next to all these dead hamsters that she's no longer getting supplies to feed and noelle the tutor is all pissed off and is like fine fuck you and like never goes back into the basement for like five months basically so poor ellie dies alone in the basement and so then we kind of jump ahead to part four um after that reveal of like how ellie dies and it's Christmas Eve, and Floyd's like, I need you to come over to get your present before we go to your family's place. And basically, he's like, go watch this computer, or this video on my computer that I recorded for you. <laughs> and um, he basically tells this whole story that I just told you. <laughs> Is he scratching his own ear? On my foot. <laughs> Star of the show. <laughs> Um, so he leaves the house while she's watching the video and it tells the whole story that I just told, but like from his point of view and what he knows. And he's like, Hey, like basically the day she told me that Poppy is not mine. Um, she also told me that Ellie gave birth and it was a random sperm donors. And I was so pissed off that I killed her. She's buried in the backyard under the flower bed. So the tutor is now also dead and buried in the backyard under his flower bed for like the last 10 years. This bitch has been dead in the backyard. And um, he's like, oh, also, like, right before she told me this, and she said she was going to run away with Poppy, um, she was telling me how she dumped Ellie's bones in the backyard because she was making her house smell. Or not in the backyard, in this random field, because she was making her house smell. And, yeah, that's where Ellie was, and that's how we found her bones. Like, I called it in, and all this stuff. And then, basically, the last chapter is her telling Poppy and taking Poppy to the family's house for Christmas and Poppy's just excited to actually have a family and then we learned that Floyd went out to the country and killed himself and then there's this epilogue is that how you say it? Epilogue? I have no idea like I I don't know epilogue and it's a note from Ellie that was stuffed in a book that Noelle had donated And it's basically a note to her family, and she ends it by saying, I was strong, I was brave, I was brilliant. And, like, 
it just made me really sad because she was a 15 year old girl and she had to give birth to a baby in a basement with dead hamsters around her with dead hamsters and a crazy lady and so it's really heavy next week's book is not gonna be heavy at least for me because i just i was like i need something lovey dovey mushy (laughs) and i'm like murder please that was just a lot. A lot of murder. A lot of everything. Now we're going to get into good stuff, so you guys have to be quiet. I'm going to let you start, because I didn't label my notes very well, and I know you did. I mean, like, episode five. But I didn't, like, label them, like, no, nicely, but, you were just, but it's just, no, like, but you, I needed to know what like, episode is what. You knew what episode you were writing about where I was like, I'm not going to forget. <laughs> like, you okay. yourself. Yeah. So, I'm going to know where I'm at in my notes. <laughs> okay, What's so for season five, or season five, Jesus Christ, episode Boy. five, this one they started talking about a lot, like mentioning like Polly and bringing her up. So yes. my first note is where is Polly? Because to this point we did not know where she was. We've never even seen her. Yeah. The dad is just laying down in, not laying down. He's just chilling in the living room, in the dark at night, watching episodes or like watching shows. Or not fucking shows, watching like old tapes of like Polly yeah. and freaking Betty just hanging out. Like, just hanging out. It's so weird. Oh, this is the episode. This is where they go to the Blossoms house, Betty and Jughead, and <gasps> Grandma, yes. Nana Rose, is just chilling in Jason's room. In the dark corner. Yeah, and then like, because so Betty and, J- and, oh, I was about to say Jason. Betty and Jughead go into the room to like, Go find some fucking clues. I don't remember for what. Yeah. Because it's irrelevant by this point. <laughs> and then Grandma just comes out of the corner and she's talking to Betty as though she's um, Polly. 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 Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting because, like, <laughs> like first off, they don't look that much alike. And second off, she's so... They don't look anything alike. No. She's so, like senile dementia whatever that we're just supposed to believe she's like oh polly it's polly but then she knows all about the ring that no one else knew about like all of this current stuff yes but she can't remember what polly looks like (laughs) sorry what (laughs) oh apparently polly and jason were engaged well i'm just gonna say that they were in the same grade yeah i agree so while they were sophomores, they were engaged. But then I feel like I agree. Like I said, I agree. But I also feel like if they were engaged, it points more to them being seniors. Yes, because that would because make a lot then more they're sense. like, oh, at the end of the school year, we can actually run away. This is my commitment to you. That in May, we're gonna get those diplomas and we're gonna beat it. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh. And then I want to talk about the fact that Bat- Betty goes home asking everybody about. Polly and Jason's marriage, and how it's just like the grandpappies have bad blood. I I wrote down blood feud because it was just like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Why didn't you say any of this beforehand? And like, we don't know that they're related yet, but we're gonna go on to find out that this blood feud caused the Coopers to change their last name from being Blossoms. So I'm like, not only are you just letting Polly have an affair with her own cousin. Like, if you would have straight up told her, she would have been like, 
okay, yeah, I'm not going to fuck him because he's my cousin. <laughs> like, we're not in Alabama. Exactly. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> small town vibes. <laughs> small town vibes, but I don't think it's The picking is limited. <laughs> apparently. Because apparently there's only two people in the senior class. <laughs> Jason and Polly. Is Polly doesn't have any other fucking friends. Okay. But anyways, I just could not. I could not. Um, this is what I also wrote down that Jason would not look like he's a football captain. Because mm. we get to see a little bit more of him and he does no. Mm-mm. No. Um, I wrote down because at the end of this episode, the cliffhanger is that you see Betty's dad was the one that broke into the sheriff's house and stole all oh, of the yeah. news clippings or whatever. Which it makes a lot more sense now. Right. But here, it's like, why the fuck is her dad breaking into some, the fucking sheriff's house? The sheriff's house. And stealing all his notes and shit. Yeah, exactly. No, I was like, yeah. <laughs> but then we know it's because he doesn't want people to know that Polly and Jason. Right. But it's also... And they're an abomination of kids. I don't know. I'm just like, maybe if you just... If everybody was just coming forward with the information that they knew, maybe, first off, this murder would not be such a mystery. Right. And second off, we could just sign, seal, deliver. Here's the freaking verdict or whatever. Close it up. No one has to know. Like, there are so many secrets in this show between, like, the parents and the kids that it doesn't make any fucking sense. No. No. It doesn't. Like, I understand kids keeping secrets from their parents, but when it involves fucking murder <laughs> and a murder? Like, gun, like, this is Miss Grundy's gun. I'm going to put it in my dresser. Like, no. <sighs> okay. Anyways. So that I'm done with episode five, so. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm pretty sure because I think this is episode six. So episode six, I wrote down Pussycats. Who gave, who picked that name? Yes. Was it Josie's? Like, who picked that name? I know. It has to be because if she my literally kid, called herself I'm, Josie and the Pussycats. That's true. But if, like, my kid came up to me and was like, Mom, I'm sorry I didn't get a, get a band. I'm going to call them the Pussycats. I'd be like, no, the fuck you're not. Choose another name. You're going to get bullied. Like, <laughs> that's why. You don't want your child like, being bullied. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> but, like, no. I would not feel comfortable with my kid having, like, a name like the Pussycat. No. Like, you can pick something else that's crazy and weird. Yeah. But, like, come on. But that's what my next note was. Mrs. McCoy is out here with these fucking stereotypes <laughs> where she's, like, she's, like, um, trying to replace, um, whichever one goes to sing with Archie. Melody, Harmony, whatever mm-hmm. her name is. Val, something like that. I don't know. And she's, like, yeah, just get another one that's skinny and beautiful, but not more skinny and beautiful than you. <laughs> Ew. Ma'am, your husband doesn't even love your daughter. Ew. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was just like, where, like, women empowerment, please. Like, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. There's a lot wrong with the mayor. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But there's but. something wrong with all the parents in this show. Yeah. I agree. I just was like, no. Simply, <laughs> no. But that's, ugh. My next note is... About Betty and Jughead sucking face, even though she fucking was in love with Archiekins. Like, ten minutes ago. Literally. Like, <laughs> it, it was, it just happened. It was so fresh. Like, like, come on. Exactly. Come on. No. Also, does that qualify her as a homie hopper? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, this is a thought that came into my head. Charlie D'Amelio. 
<laughs> but like, do you see no. what I mean though? Like, yes. but does it or does I, it not? I think it does. I think it does. Truly. I think it might because she confessed her love to Archie. Even she though did. He was in love with Miss Grundy. And then he's just like, mm, even if I wasn't in Miss, into Miss Grundy, I wouldn't be into you. Like, we're just friends. Yeah. So she's like, Ooh, next. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like it is, it is, it is. She's a homie hopper. Okay. Uh, I wrote down product placement again. I don't remember what it's regarding. I think it was oh, another CoverGirl one. Yes, it was a CoverGirl one while they're getting ready to do the talent show. Yes, because, yes, and then, because my next note is when they're, like, in that rehearsal, and Josie and Veronica are like, mm, daddy issues. <laughs> so it's like, um, Veronica girlfriend... <laughs> Josie has got it way worse than you. Yeah. Like, I your dad, like, your dad showed his love with his money. Yeah, and pearls. But he went to jail because of, like, his business. So that's, I feel like that's different than just simply not loving yeah, your daughter. Yeah, because later in, in the episode, we see her, Josie's dad and just leave in the middle of her singing. Yeah. Like, that's, that's daddy issues. Yes. Like, you're just, Veronica is just, your dad's in jail. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was fun. But yes, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. My only other note for episode six is six was what's up with Josie's dad because like, <laughs> yeah, what like leaving your daughter is trying to follow in your footsteps, mm-hmm. and then you're just gonna abandon her because she's not singing jazz or whatever. Stop. Like you're fine. And then also the mom like goes and comforts Josie afterwards. So like the mom knows that the dad is treating the daughter like shit, and mm-hmm. she just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, ma'am, no. She's doing it in her own way, to be honest. Being like, if you get someone more skinny and beautiful than you, we're going to call it them in the pussy hat. You're going to lose your place, ma'am. I think that's, that's all I had for episode six. Same. Cause and then I only have two notes for episode seven. Okay, which, well, what is it? Because, again, I didn't name mine. <laughs> um, the Jughead starts living at the school. Oh, school security <laughs> like there's security is fucking trash mm-hmm. there's all locks on these goddamn doors like in my elementary schools door the doors automatically locked like locked after five o'clock exactly it doesn't make any sense and what he just doesn't go home like how does he like well i understand i'm not going home no i mean dad like, like knew he was living at the thing but at the same time it's like what? but my thing is so, like, in high school, y'all walk out to your cars together, you, like, say your yeah, goodbye. What's you he doing? What's he doing? He just walks out, and but as everyone drives away, and yes. he turns back around, and he walks back in. Like, where does he go until he's ready to go to sleep or whatever? That also brings up something else for me. What the I fuck guess is there? <laughs> That's true. But what what is their schedule look like? Because they're out to all hours. They're, they're in school, but... You never really see them in class. Like, and I understand mm-hmm. that that's boring because you don't want to put them in the show. That's but then true. you only see them in this fucking homeroom looking thing. Yeah, or then that weird rec room. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, oh, okay. What's their, what, what the fuck does their schedule look like? I know. And do none of them play, like, sports? Because, I mean, I mean Archie, plays, Archie football. plays football, but we just never see him go to practice or anything. Yeah. So, like,. What? Veronica's so mad at her mom. She's like, no, we're going to the nightclub. Which, like, where was, is this nightclub? Small Town Like Riverdale has a nightclub? I don't freaking think so. Lay down. Also, if they did, no, it would have been we're talked not, about no. way more since they're minors and they're, like, trying to get in. Exactly. So, anyways, that, but, like, and then when did they do that? Like, a school night? Like, <laughs> I have so many questions. It's a random Tuesday. Yes. 
about the nightclub. But anyways, that's like such a... Other than... We already talked about this, so I'm not really going to touch on it. But that's where she has that motivational speech about how they took the clothes off her back and everything. <laughs> but her and Hermione are always like... They're broke. Best dress. So... But Polly in the attic. <laughs> and then, like, freaking Betty just goes up there and she's like, hey, what are I you think doing? that's something that we missed. That we didn't talk about because it wasn't that what the fuck to us. No. But, like, she was at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy or whatever. Like, I feel like <laughs> we completely missed that where we just didn't talk about that. Probably because we can go on to see how what the fuck the sisters oh, get. Yes. Yeah. That we're just like, yeah, she was just there. Anyways. Yeah, but that place is fucking. That place is loony bin. wild. And not because of the people that's in it, because no. of the people who run it. Yes. Yes. Um, but they help her escape. Well, no, she jumps out a fucking window. Yeah. And then she, they're looking for her. She goes and she hides in their attic. In their attic. And she's like, Betty, I know all the ways in and out of this house. I'm like, first off, you are the oldest. So, duh. Like, who else is going to tell you? Like, to say, like, oh, I made the, the book in and out or whatever. Well, duh. And then... It also makes me feel like they're not that close of sisters. No. Even though they're, like, apparently, like, only a fucking a year apart. Yeah. At best. Yeah. No. Like, no. Because they like, can't even, be that close. Like, I even, even I know the secrets that my sister would use to, like, get oh, out yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, this reminds me, side note, I need to redeem my sister. She's very upset with me <laughs> for saying, <laughs> as an example... This is literally something she's never come to me about, but as an example of the age difference of, like, priority, she doesn't care how many people like her Instagram. She doesn't care who has and has not liked it. Public service announcement. (laughs) I deeply apologize to you, Samantha. (laughs) I didn't mean it that way. It was just a quick example on the top of my head, but she doesn't care, guys. All all 20 of you (laughs) listening (laughs) to this. Hopefully more. Cross our fingers. We have our good luck charm that my niece gave me. Oh, yes. Um, Anyways. But, yeah, they can't be that close if she doesn't know. And then I'm... Anyways. Okay. They can't be... They just can't. They can't be that close. The Coopers seem... They want to make everybody think that they are very close Perfect. Yes. Yes. But nobody knows anything about each other in this fucking... No. No. Um, my last note for episode seven, which is my controversial note, that Jughead's dad is a fucking hottie. Okay, I I agree. Just not right now. <laughs> no, no, like now that I'm but watching yeah. like see, like finishing season yeah. two, or as I'm watching it, he is getting hotter for me. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I think it's because I remember like how like how he's be- how yes. he's gonna look. Yes. And like psh, you look like that. Hit me up. You yeah. got some problems. <laughs> Hit me up. I will help you. <laughs> oh my god. Um, episode eight. Is this the baby shower? Yes. Okay. But the Coopers, I wrote the Coopers are wild. Yes. They're <laughs> always arguing. There's always something going on. Nobody's telling each other the truth. No. Which like doesn't make any sense to me. Like, if obviously I have had secrets that I want to keep from my parents, but if every if like something like a murder or something was involved, or like my sister was involved. Yeah. I would tell him. I would keep it as undetailed as possible, but I would still tell him. I know. The secrets I I was keeping from my parents is like what me and my best friend actually did at the sleepover. Yes. <laughs> not that. <laughs> not what Betty's out here doing. Like, man. I'm sorry. You're like, hiding your pregnant sister in the attic? 
No, I would have definitely told my parents. I'm like, yo, she's hiding up there. Like, do something about it. Me being a oh. sophomore in high school, what the fuck am I gonna do? Get a job? Fuck no. I know. And then for Polly to go on and move into the Blossoms and not tell her family at all. Like I know this is jumping ahead, but it plays into be. She's just like, no, I'm gonna move in with the Blossoms, and they're like, ah, oh. like freaking Alice is out here crying herself to sleep every <laughs> night. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Polly, we could have just told them what was going on. Be like, hey, I at least say, hey, I've got a plan. Yeah. You don't have to tell him while you're moving in there. Yeah. But hey, I've got a plan. But Maybe. I can see how Alice was hurt because it does make it seem like oh, she yeah. doesn't like her. But at the same time, it's, we know that no, ma'am. her children don't really like her. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell her what you have. Um, this is when we figure out that the white worm, how it's spelt W H Y T E W Y R M. Who did that and for what? Because, <laughs> like, for advertisement purposes. Uh. I understand, like, um, with car washes that people name it weird or, like, they change the writing and stuff so that it catches people's attention. They're like, oh, that's not how you spell it. But, like, the white worm, it's a freaking strip club. It's, it's also just for the serpents. Yeah, it's a strip club for the serpents where underage kids can go and get drinks. <laughs> and then we move on to the... Baby shower of hell. Which my favorite part is Alice Cooper saying the Blossoms are giving her cultism vibes. Ma'am. Just wait, ma'am. Just wait. I think you get involved so when, uh, with a cult leader, ma'am. Yeah, so then <laughs> me and Miranda love the episodes about the farm because oh. of Chad Michael Murray. And we're, we'll get there. there it's going to be a lot for those episodes. <laughs> Break those down one by one. Honestly, we might have to because <laughs> no, I feel like by about. season four we're gonna be like doing like maybe two yeah. <laughs> in a podcast episode. Um, this is when I started to question if Polly and Betty like are in the same grade or not, but mainly because like all of the people there are Betty and Veronica and Cheryl's friends. Yeah, nobody fucking there is on like Polly's friends. Mm-mm. There's not even like. Any Jason's friends? No. He was the captain of the football team. You're telling me he doesn't have any fucking friends? Right. And I know baby showers are, like, traditionally a women's thing. But, like, Jason is... I don't... Oh, no, we know he's gone. He's dead. He's dead, yeah, yeah. So, um... You wouldn't think, like, his friends wouldn't want to drop by and with a box of diapers that they all pitched in to buy and be like, good luck with Jason's baby. Yeah. We love ya. And then, like... Polly's friends? Like, did she not have friends that I, also would have been there? Yeah, exactly. I have no freaking idea. I feel like idea. if I had the, like, if I was Polly and I was pregnant with the twins and I didn't trust Betty, my sister, I would have trusted my best friend enough to tell her, like, right. what's going on and shit. Right. And I know she was just shipped out of there, but, like, I I don't know. Yeah. Just, she doesn't but have at this point, friends. Polly has no friends, no fiance, <laughs> and no family, basically. <laughs> Uh, no wonder she moves to the farm. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, my god. We're gonna talk about my favorite line from Cheryl. <laughs> They're doing um this little trick. I don't know. I don't know. She like Cheryl's Nana Ro- Rose. I yeah. Say Ross. <laughs> Nana Rose. Um, does like a reading on Polly, and she's like, "Oh, you're gonna have twins," and Cheryl goes, "Yeah, dementia." She's she's demented and a gypsy. No, dementia and gypsy are in her blood. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, 
you're confirming she's crazy. But then, like, what? What is this part about Gypsy? Like, yeah, it came out of nowhere. Like, oh my what? God. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I Cheryl definitely becomes my favorite character. It's like harder for her to be my favorite right now because she's just fucking mean to everyone oh, for yeah. no reason. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But I, <laughs> eventually, she's just a fucking hoot. <laughs> yes. Because for a while, I feel like she's gunning it for everybody. And then after a while, she's, like, perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I get what you're saying because it's the same for me. Because I'm, like, looking forward to it. But, like, in this season, I don't like her. No. No. Season one, it's very hard to like her. Part of season two also. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Episode nine. This is the maple tapping? Yeah, the maple Mm -hmm. ceremony, which is (laughs) fucking creepy and weird. Also, like... Why the fuck does all, like, the business executives have to come down to witness it? The board, yeah. It's like, what? Like, for what? (laughs) Like, you're just going to go witness it and that's it and just leave? Like, I get that they have to make sure, like, everything's good since um, Jason died and, like, everything that's going on with the business. And then they're just walking around talking shit, which is when we get further confirmation that Cheryl's in Archie's class because he's like, she's always been at the top of our GPA class. Yeah. Like, so we know, confirmed or whatever. And so, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I, I didn't like this episode. No. We could have gone without it. At least the maple topping ceremony. Yes. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Once again, I wrote the Coopers are crazy. I don't know what that was referring to, but they are crazy. <laughs> indeed. Um, This is also when, like, Cheryl tries to hook up with Archie because his her dad likes him or something. Yeah. Which also brings the question, why the fuck is Archie the only other redhead in town? Because of Molly Ringwald. <laughs> but, like, it's a weird coincidence that, like, only the Blossoms are redheads. And, then and they're not even the Coopers who are actually have Blossom yes. blood in them. This is an excellent point. This is an excellent yes. point. Where did Molly Ringwald come from? We need to know who her parents are. Was she... Because she had no problem leaving Riverdale, so maybe she's not born and raised in Riverdale. That's true. And also, I feel like that gives us an indication of where Riverdale is supposed to be, because they can get to Chicago very easily. Which is the only other real-world mention. That's true. Which is weird, but not the point. But... Anyway. I'm, like, thinking about it too much now. I know. Okay. Not the point. And then Cheryl <laughs> kisses Archie. Oh, my God. Which, like, no. No. <laughs> my man's barely over Grunwald. Or, Grundy. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's not right. What's her name? We uh, got episode 10 now, where Betty talks about going dark. And then she starts singing fucking happy birthday. Okay. Marilyn Monroe style. And then I just, I want to thank Jughead for the honesty. <laughs> that was haunting, Betty. Yeah, it was. Sarah, how did you fling that so far? Wait, you trying to call your dad? She doesn't have his number. You need nope. the other phone. Well, they throw Jughead a birthday party. Yes. Um, with inner circle only. Yes. Which then he goes on to further define, and he's like, I don't even like these other two. It was, should, should, if you're doing inner circle, it should have been you and Archie. It's like, what? You can't not invite Archie's girlfriend. Right? Like, wait, well, are they official partners? I don't know, but she's be- at least Betty's best friend. Yeah. They're not official yet. I understand Kevin not being there. Yeah. But the rest of them, but, come on. 
Y'all are fighting crime together. And then, exactly. But then, which leads to my favorite line, of them in the garage, and he's like, have you ever seen me without this stupid hat? I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. (laughs) I'm just like, uh, you're really sending the point home. Yes, but. (laughs) But. And then, but that really bothers me. To go back to the inner circle thing, because I had to, that comes before. But when Cheryl shows up with Chuck, and they're gonna make it a big party, oh and Archie, God. the entire episode before this is going, Jughead's not gonna like this. Betty, don't do this. Jughead's not gonna like this. He doesn't let even celebrate his birthday. And then he's the one that's like, hell yeah, one keg in the living room, one in the backyard. Yes, like y'all are best friends. And you're telling me you're okay with them bringing this stuff in. And, of like, Cheryl's fucking leading them in. No. No. Absolutely fucking not. Oh. And then Archie, like, looks around the room and everybody else is looking at him like, fuck no. And then he's just like, oh, fuck, yeah, let's party it up. And he's the only one who's been fighting Betty. Yes. But I also think that Archie is trying to become what Cheryl is. Kind of in the sense, like, Cheryl's the most popular. He wants to be the most popular. Like, take Jason's spot. Also. Yeah, I agree. But doing it in a way that it's, like, not very, like, I didn't do this on purpose. It just kind of fell upon it me. It fell on me. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. But, yeah, that party was bananas. Especially the accusation of the twin says. Oh, yes. Oh. But then I loved Kevin Keller's reaction in the scene after the twin says. I was just like, me, right now. <laughs> me too, Kevin. But anyways, that was wild. And yeah. like, I don't know if maybe that's why I get such weird vibes from them. It's like, then it is actually accused eventually. So like when I was rewatching it, yeah. I had that already seed planted but i don't think so i but think maybe that they was made just it weird yeah they made it weird so that people could pick up on it mm-hmm. i think so too if they make it that the actors also think it's weird yes yes um that's all i had for episode 10 yeah me too episode 11 this is where polly starts snooping around the share the blossoms place and then she goes into the room full of fucking wigs <laughs> The exact same wig over and over. Like, what is that? Like the base model, and he has enough that he could style for special occasions. (laughs) And so he's like, "Oh, I didn't like the way it's turning out. Grab wig number three. Let's start over." But then that also brings up that um, he's not a real natural redhead. Either that, or he just—he's bald. (laughs) No, because we see his head. He has—he's a silver fox. But <laughs> I don't think he's attractive. But. Me neither. But uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I just. But so did he just prematurely gray and he can't admit it because he's a blossom, or is he not a natural know. redhead? I don't know because I don't the whole think Coopers are over here being blonde. I don't think but. so because I think he's the one. Like um, Cheryl's mom was married into the family, mm-hmm. into the Blossoms. So he and Nana be. Rose has gray hair and one patch of red. So I feel like if he he if he was a redhead, he would have had that. And also, how long did it take him to fucking get all those wigs? Did he, like, mass order them? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, give me 200 of them. Like, I don't know. But they're... Polly's looking at the wigs. She breaks into the room. <laughs> 
He just went to a, a wig shop. He's like, how many of those can I get? But he also has them, like, nicely placed on, like, mannequin heads. He has, like, this whole room dedicated to them. And it's not like a... It's like his closet. Yeah. It's not like him no. and his wife. It's no. his fucking closet full of wigs. And then Penelope's like, he really values his privacy. I'm like, well, don't we fucking all? <laughs> but, like... I'm sorry, but if I had that many, like, of the same wig, I would be embarrassed. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want nobody to see that shit. There's no difference. That's the only reason I would be embarrassed. Is you couldn't it's bother. Like, it's not like he like has one wig and then no, he, that's the one he's wearing for the month. And then after a while, like okay, this one's gross. Let me switch it out and grab another one from the back. No, it's like they're all full of display. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to know what their housekeeper has to say. Like their housekeeper has to have some fucking tea. Yeah. How much is she getting paid? Yeah. And then um Polly and Cheryl start looking for stuff. Um they're going to go to the dance or some shit and she starts they're starting to look around and then they're like, "Oh, we should go in your mom's closet. What if she has something good?" And they Vintage go into jewelry the- <laughs> or something is the goal. <laughs> and Cheryl goes, "Ooh, you're naughty, Polly." <laughs> like, what? She's pregnant with her cousin. Like, we all know this already. <laughs> I'm like 16 years old. Oh, I love Cheryl. Um, Jughead has terrible friends. All of them are terrible. That's it. That's the note. Next. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But, no, I agree. Yes. They are terrible. I... They are so terrible. Even watching into the season, like season two right now where we're at, I don't think they're all like friends at all like they are just friends because they have so much shit on each other and so does the town and they always have to come together to work shit out Mm -hmm. i don't think they're all actual friends yeah i would agree with that i would agree with that i feel like it's also like have you ever (laughs) remained friends with someone just because you have history like i feel like that's why archie had no problem ditching jughead to go have sex with miss grundy thank you because i'm gonna say grunwald again (laughs) Because he's like, oh, we're, he, he didn't actually think of his feelings. They're just friends yes. because they've always been friends. Like, and it's the same thing with Archie and um, Betty. Mm-hmm. And Betty's only friends with Veronica by default because she had a show around the school. Yeah. And now Veronica's into Archie. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as it goes on, Betty gets better about caring about Jughead. Like, as you think ahead, especially when he goes to that school and stuff. Yeah. I guess Anna. Well, yeah, to an extent. When he first goes, I mean. Yeah. And then... It gets worse. Um, And then my last note for episode 11 is, why are they so into adult business? (laughs) Like, they're so into it, they can't stop. They want to be a part of everything that their parents do. But, like, there's some stuff that, like... There's stuff that I do now as an adult that I do not, I couldn't even fathom when I was younger. That I hadn't, like, no. no. Just no. No. Be a kid. Yes. Be a fucking kid. But it's like shit, like, I wish I could have told myself when I was, like, 15 years old. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to be 16. Oh, I can't wait to be 18. Oh, I can't wait to be in college. No, just fucking be a kid. No, slow down because adults, it's going to hit you like a brick fucking wall. Yeah. I hate paying my bills. (laughs) And then I don't I don't love my job every day, but I gotta go because I gotta pay these bills because I gotta right? do this because I gotta do that because I wanna go spend 
$80 at Target on more books because <laughs> I had a 5% off. I went fucking wild. Like, oh. Be a kid while you can. <laughs> Please. Um, anything else do you have for episode 11? No, because my next is episode okay. 12? Yes. Um, this is when Jughead's dad is talking to the cops and he's like lying and confessing saying he com- he killed Jason. Yeah. Awesome. But he didn't. But he didn't. Which more fucking lying about this murder. It's a sheriff. And why did he lie? Like I don't understand. Well, why? I mean, I get it later on, but yes, I get what you're saying. I guess, but I don't know. Like I feel, I don't know. I know they were threatening Jughead, but but I don't think that it was because of the threats to Jughead. It's because he was covering up for the Blossoms. Yeah, but why? Because of the threats to Jughead? Why else so. does he have to cover for the Blossoms is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Other than the fact that Clifford had gone to the extent to threaten Jughead's life. But it's almost like he doesn't give a shit about Jughead because he's letting him live in the drive-in and live at the school. Yeah, like, for not so, how much he... up on him. Yeah, how much he cares for him. Like, I don't know. Anyways... Um, <laughs> Cheryl smacking the fuck out of Jughead and then saying, like, oh, I barely touched him. Oh, my God. Like, man, we all saw that we fucking We all hit. saw it. No, no, you... Oh, my God. I oh, just this is the episode where we find out the Coopers are Blossom. Yes, because they, like... Is that when they burst into the house? No. No. That's when everyone else finds out they're related. But, yeah. Because yeah. I love that scene where the like, freaking Alice is bursting into the Blossoms mansion. <laughs> Polly, get your shit. We're leaving. Oh, yes. This is your cousin. Yes. In the middle of the night. <laughs> but I think it is that same night, but isn't it? It's the same. Yes. It'll be the same episode. But I love that. Yes. And then um, I think it's this episode. But like the dad could have easily fucking said yes. they're cousins. That's it. Like, I don't know how you many have times to say. we have to say this about how. Because why did you not just... I... You... All you were doing was, don't date him, Polly. Don't date him, Polly. Don't date... You gotta give people reasons. You can't just yeah, fucking sit there. Think, but uh, I'm not trying to, like, side with the dad what he did. But, like, is he trying to, like, say... Like, not say it so he doesn't admit that they are Blossoms? But at the same I time... I think so. I feel like... There, there should have been an extent at which that didn't fucking matter anymore. Yes. And 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 your daughter dating her fucking cousin. Yeah. Is that line where yeah. you're like, oh, we've gone too far. We need to back it up. Yeah. I need to say we're blossoms. Like, but like that kind of gives like small town vibes. <laughs> I know. Like really small town vibes. I know. Because you're saying your grandpappy was murdered, and you decided to stay in the same town. Yeah. By, yeah, by these people who are literally leading the town. Yeah. Like, no. No. But then, like, that reminds me, like, so my parents come from the same Mm -hmm. small town. Literally, like, five streets. Small-ass fucking town. Mm -hmm. Anytime I try to start talking to a guy, I go to my parents and I'm like, am I related to this guy? If so, how? So I know. Because that's fucking gross. I don't want to date my cousin. No. Even if you're, like, fifth cousins. Yeah, no, it's still... there's It's too no. much. It's too close. It's... No. Yeah, no. 
We're not so the like, royal family over And here. my parents also think the same way. Like, yeah. if they see a guy trying to approach me, they'll come up to me like, hey, that's your fucking cousin. And I'm like, okay, cool. Bye. Deuces. See you never. Like, I'm not going to try to fucking have a relationship with my cousin. No. It's gross. No. It doesn't need to be done. No. We're not trying to fucking repopulate the earth right now. Doesn't need to be fucking done. I put dead bodies, but I don't know what it's referring to. What fucking dead bodies did we see? I don't know. Cause the next oh, this is where, um, where they show the video. Oh, yeah. But we don't... The, yeah, because my next note after the dead bodies is Cheryl's dad killing his own oh, son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so this episode, the cliffhanger is the posse. <laughs> Archie, fucking all of them. All of them watching they the video. They get the video. I don't remember how they get the video. It's a thumb drive. But from who? Like, I, I don't think... Know. I don't know. I don't know. But they get this anyway. video where Cheryl's dad basically has Jason tied up in a room and he kills his own son. Yeah. Like gunshot to the forehead. Dead. Gone. <laughs> so morbid about this. But then um the books we read. <laughs> <laughs> um uh what the fuck is her name? Betty calls Cheryl and is like, yo, you need to get the fuck out of that house. Yeah. And what does Cheryl do? She's like, mommy. Puts on another fucking white dress and sets the mansion on fire. <laughs> no, that's not till the, that's not. That's oh, not yeah, that is right. This but is, still, it's part of it. Yeah. It is part so of it. So at the end of yes, this episode. This episode where we see. Cheryl confronts her, like, family mm-hmm. at the family fucking dinner. That, like, dad killed him. Dad's a bad man. And then Mance goes over here and kills himself. Hang himself in his maple syrup barn, right? And then he doesn't tell, like, no, like, doesn't leave a note, nothing. But I'm like, sorry, but if I murdered my son, yeah. I am gonna tell my husband, like, we were running drugs, we were doing this, like, take care of yourself. I'm taking myself out because I'm gonna go to jail and I don't want to go to jail. And he couldn't at least write a note to like clear right? Penelope and Cheryl's names. He was like, nah, the whole blossoms fucking did it, dead. Ugh. So, episode 13? 12, 13. Episode 13. Yeah. Apparently, they're running drugs out of the maple business. That's how they stayed in business. Mm -hmm. It wasn't fucking maple. It was Mm -hmm. the drugs. They don't really specify what kind of drugs. It's not... Well, does it go on to be Jingle Jangle? I think it was Jingle Jangle. Yeah. Okay. It's just not addressed as Jingle Jangle as, like, readily as... We come to know the term. <laughs> um, Cheryl starts giving away her stuff, and she gives Jughead her brooch. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, ma'am, you're not 60. Why the fuck do you have brooches? Jughead? You give it to Jughead? He's like, I'm sorry for punching you. Here's a fucking brooch. Um, this is when we get to your favorite scene. <laughs> Archie punching the eyes. I, I physically, like, <laughs> it is so gross to me because, one, we know he actually hurt his fucking hand in real life punching that ice. So that's my first. <laughs> Second off, I don't like other people's blood. 
So we're just watching him punch the ice and it's getting red and red and red and red because there isn't fucking blood. Ew. But <laughs> that's the like ew part. But on another note, it's like very cringe to me because the ice can't hold everyone. Let me go. <laughs> and then everybody's standing around. Yeah, it's like the SpongeBob meme 10 seconds later. <laughs> and and she was in the water. We all need to go. And then they're all on this one part of the But also, like, wouldn't it make it so much easier if they did go all on the ice so it could break so they could get her the fuck out? Like, exactly. But. No, we no. couldn't all go get Cheryl. Archie, big strong man Archie, needs to go rescue her. Oh no, she already fell in. Everybody go and save her. Now we're all standing on one part of the fucking ice. Okay, but also, like, why is nobody calling an ambulance? This bitch is gonna have hypothermia. Somebody run to land, call somebody, while everybody else is trying get to get her out. Get some fucking help. Veronica, go in your little. In her, your girls. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Um, and. Ugh. I don't have anything else Again, she's in a white dress. <laughs> and then she goes home in her white dress and warms up by the fire <clears throat> to then wear another white dress to set the mansion on fire. So I, this is where I moved from my notebook to my phone. So I was like, wait, what? Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So Betty's still trusting of her parents. Your dad didn't tell you that you were related to people. Didn't I'm not tell your sister. Yeah. Who's sleeping with them. Like, yeah. Mm, no. Um, they're having a jubilee <laughs> to make the town better again. Like, no. And then, <laughs> um, this is what I wrote. This isn't Glee. Why is there so much singing? This show has so much singing. And the Archie doing music. And, like, I get it. He wanted, <sighs> he's doing music because I'm its grungy. But, like, at the same time, Sorry. like, no. Stop fucking singing songs. And then they do, like, the full song. It's not even just, like, no. ten seconds of it. They and do, so like, then the full song. it makes me remember all the musical episodes are going to have to suffer through oh. that I'm literally getting clips notes to. I'm not <laughs> watching the musical fucking episodes. I will say this. I have always skipped the musical episodes. Yes. I don't know what happens in them. show. Of any no, show besides Glee. Glee. No, and, well, yeah, well, Glee. That's different. But it's different. But any show I'm ever watching when there's a musical episode, I next, fucking hate them. Next. It doesn't make any sense. I don't next. like Next. No. <laughs> no. Um, this is where we get to our, well, my favorite part. Jughead's saying he loves Betty. But it's like, but he's like, you've, you've been, been dating for five minutes. Yeah. Which, like, I understand because oh, true no. love in high school goes by so fast. It like, does. You think you, these people mean the world to you, but... You don't know them. Yeah. No, it does. Trust me, you're not going to know people in high school. Nope. Especially, like, sophomore year. Like, if <laughs> me talking to my own, like, self so, in sophomore year? No. no. Bitch, you were not in love. <laughs> Probably in lust, but not in love. Like, no. Oh, my God. Just thinking of the two people I dated in high school. It That's was just, I'm like, saying, I was friends like, with them. Since, like, kindergarten. Because, I okay, small town vibes for me, very much. <laughs> we had been best friends since, like, kindergarten. And then it was like, oh, maybe we like each other, get together. <laughs> we don't like each other. But that was fun to have a boyfriend to take me to the movies <laughs> for two months. Or whatever it was. Like, oh, my God. Like, all we do is hold hands. Yes. <laughs> like, no, you don't love them. No. <laughs> and you don't Especially know, like, because they're sophomores. Maybe. Maybe 
if they were seniors and 18 and like yeah that would be a little more understanding but if but, they were sophomores in high in college I would get it a lot more yeah because I wasn't to say I can't talk too much shit <laughs> I got married at like 20 years old Two months after I turned 20. Yeah, but that's like, a lot different than in high school. Exactly. You still exactly. have a fucking curse. And I didn't know school. him in high school. Like, I've only, I knew him since becoming a sophomore in college. That's when yeah. we, and yeah. So, once you get into the real world, that's exactly. when you start. Exactly. Like, he was, he had a job, I had a job. Like, it was a whole, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, own responsibilities. <laughs> Adults. This is when, um... Betty and Jughead and Veronica and <laughs> Archie. Yes. At the same time, somehow start doing it at the and same time. And then I wrote down five minutes left in season one, and we're gonna end with a whole bunch of sex with the sophomores. Yes. Like, sophomores. No. No. And what? They're just going at it at the same time. I mean, um, the one part that did make me angry about the scene was. Archie wearing high top Converse and then casually slipping out of them. Everybody that's worn high top Converse or high top shoes other than like bands knows how hard it is to get your fucking ankle out of the goddamn shoes. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're the right size or not. It's hard to get your ankles out of them. And he just casually like bloop bloop. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> You're gonna sit there and be like unlay. Yes. <laughs> or like how loose is he wearing his fucking shoes? Man's running half the time. He knows he should tie up his laces. <laughs> I can't breathe. Uh, but um. then someone comes to Jughead's door. So R.I.P. <laughs> Betty and Jughead's evening. <laughs> uh. They get interrupted by hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> the third. We come to find out he's like the third hot dog that the serpents had. <laughs> and Betty is watching on in fucking horror like yeah as he gets his jacket to become a which i'm like ma'am you literally just heard the full exchange where they're like wear this jacket while your dad's in jail we will protect you and ma'am you know his full story he's supposed to be in a foster home but then he's not and they've like agreed that him and his foster parents have agreed that he's gonna fucking Live by himself. Yeah, and, like, care for himself or whatever. Because the serpents are going to watch over him. Yeah. <gasps> and then we get to the tragic scene at Pops. Um, can you imagine getting, sh- like, shot in a diner? <laughs> like, First off, you didn't have to add the in the diner part. I can't ma- imagine getting shot. But to up. me, it's, like, in the diner. Like, they no, go to Pops yeah. to feel, like, safe. Like, that's their yeah, safe it's, like, a second home. Especially for Doug. Yeah. No. And then just <laughs> and poor sweet pop. Right. God. Love the man. We love pop. We are pop stands around here. <laughs> but then I just wrote the black hood OMG. Yes. Because I didn't it I thought that it little started, shocked emoji, like I thought it started in season two. Like I didn't think I that know. season one ended with the black hood. With the but reveal it makes, of yeah, the black Yeah, but it makes exactly. sense. Like they want people to come back and view the second episode. Or the second season. Yeah. But as a whole, what did you think about season one? Or did you have anything else to add before? No, we no, about no. Other than why Mr. Andrews? Like, I know why Mr. Andrews, but why did we have to start with him? Like, there were so many bad people 
And why did it, he have to go? Why did the Black Hood have to go to Pops to start That's the vendetta? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You couldn't have gone after Penelope or something. It doesn't make any sense. No, but we know why because yes. we go on to learn what the Black Hood. But does it make sense are, why he's the first? Why one. was Mr. Andrews the first target? And yeah. then. But no, I think that's it. And so my overall thoughts of season one, I do, especially after starting season two, stand by my point of, like, season one <laughs> is, like, the least what the fuck to come out, yes. of, to come out of it. Um, Absolutely. Agreed. And I am very glad, though, that I did rewatch this because I really thought, I was like, oh, we can start the podcast and I'll just rewatch from, like, season three when I, I don't remember much. No, I'm very glad I came back to, like, re-dissect. Because I definitely haven't watched that since I was, like, 18 years old in, like, 2017. <laughs> so, anyways. But overall, I think I will give season one a, like, seven and a half, eight out of ten. Because I, I feel... I'm giving it a six out of ten. I don't know. Because it's like, the least exciting for me. Yes, but it has the most, and this is going to sound crazy, realistic storylines. Oh, fuck yeah. I feel like this one and season two, mm-hmm. yes. After, like, halfway through season two, no. Yeah, yeah. Right about where we are, like, yeah. currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this but. also was the shortest season, mm-hmm. like, ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long they're making this new one that's coming out. I don't either. Season seven, because it's the last one. Overall, I'll, so I'm going to go with my seven and a half, I think, because I felt like it, yes, it's boring, but it's pretty realistic, for a TV show, for suspending the belief of all that yes. TV offers you. Anyways, um, so yeah, for me, I'm gonna give it a bit, give it like a six. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it was very hard for them to stay on theme for okay. this season because you have like very different things that are happening, and it's not really cohesive. Like you got it starts out with Miss Grundy, and then it goes to fucking. Jason's dad killing him, and then you yeah, have, like different. Like, I think they tried to fit too much. Yes, into thirteen episodes. Yes, yeah, and they could have definitely split that up into seasons. Like, make the first season about Miss Grundy, make the second season about Jason killing the fucking dad. But I understand they had to make this season as like exciting as possible mm-hmm. to show you Riverdale has a lot of drama. <laughs> yeah, overall, I gave it a six out of ten. Okay. Um. Fair enough. I want to say I'm excited for what happens next. I, I kind of am. Low key. Yeah. <laughs> because we know but. what's going to happen in this season, mm-hmm. in season two. Um, but I was also glad that I went to rewatch it because there's a lot of stuff that I missed. Mm-hmm. And like, now that I'm having to actually like pay attention to it and listen to the storyline and not just like be like, oh, yeah, this is Riverdale. I can pick it up whenever. Like, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, that's it for... Season one of Riverdale. Um, next episode, we're going to be talking about season two. We're going to be going through episode one through 11. Yes. Um, it gets a lot more deeper. We're going to learn a lot about the Black Hood. Um, yes. So we're excited about that. And are we ready for our what the fuck yes. news? It's your turn. Let's <laughs> um, see what you brought to the table. <laughs> Fort Hood Army Vet gets 18 months in prison for stealing... million in military gear from embattled embattled Texas base. What, did he just not return his equipment? Or, like, he went with a vendetta to steal stuff? 
She isn't? Oh, so sorry. So sorry. uh, She pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to to defraud the U.S. government in April. It's a plea deal. Um, Soldiers reported finding locks cut on 17 Connex shipping containers on base, and then the audit showed up. Okay, how many items do you think were missing? For two, that were 2.1 million. That is so hard to say because Matthew, like, went went through his equipment with me, and I was like, God damn. It's military gear. I know. Um, 15 items. Oh, you had a lot more help. It was 137. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, so she's, okay. So she was stealing, like, normal stuff. I was trying to think, because, like, he told me how much, like, the plate carrier and all that costs, because he had, we have all of that. Damn. That it's like issued, but um, she was ordered to pay 1.3 million in restitution. What about the other half? That's like half the amount she stole. But apparently, they found that she was selling it on um, eBay, and they matched the serial numbers. <laughs> but ma'am, you're in the army. Even I'm not even in the army, and I know that when it comes to doing inventory and oh, shit. Oh God! Yeah. Like. It comes, it's like serious. Like, they need to know what they have oh, yeah. and where they have it. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. That's just my what the fuck story. Also, I love it. No, that's this is the same fort yeah. where the sad story happened with yeah. another veteran that passed away. Yeah. I'm glad Murder with My Husband did that story because, like, I was following it for so long and then it just kept making me sad. So, I stopped and I never really read the resolution to it. Yes. And that's wild, but. Rest in peace, Vanessa. Yes. You didn't deserve what happened to you. No. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in... We're very into true crime. Yes. If you want to go... Um, we listen to Murder With My Husband a lot. Mm-hmm. We believe she does very great. And I love her husband's reactions. Yes. Like, it is such a fun vibe. Yes. But yeah, she does respect a lot of the victims. Yeah. And that's what I love about that podcast. And every time she gets choked up when she's like... Yes. Ah, oh, She's so sweet. But yeah. Um, that is it for this episode of What the Fuck Is This Podcast. Yes. Um, catch us for episode three coming out next Thursday. Yep. Um, and I'll be posting about it. Go ahead and follow us on our Instagram, our TikTok, and our Facebook page. Yes. It's going to be What the Fuck Is This underscore podcast. And we should start posting on there a lot more recently. Yes. That didn't make any sense. We're going to be posting on there a lot. We're going to make a better effort. Yes. <laughs> we definitely just wanted to get the podcast started. So we, we wanted to drop the ball on our socials. But now we definitely know the vibe of our podcast. So we know how we're going to do our social. Well, you do because that's yeah. your thing. I'm the editor and the publisher and everything. And you got our social medias. And yes. So I'll be sure to link everything. In the description of either the show notes or the YouTube, wherever you're watching us. And then we have an Instagram. Yeah. And, and then we're, I put our um, personal links in um, yes. Instagram handle. So if you want to see our different lives. Yes, I'll put those in the description <laughs> as well. So you can see. And the dogs have an Instagram. But I'm not very active on it. <laughs> better get started. So uh, if you all want to see more on there. I'll put more on there. But but yeah. 
that's it for episode two. Yes. See you next Thursday. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.